Got it right here. All right, back. Shout out Kanye. Donda coming. Did y'all niggas get Donda yet? Did y'all niggas hear Donda? Come on, man. Hey, look. It's the Mallory Bros podcast. Oh, you didn't nigga. think we can do it again? Oh, you didn't think we could do it again? <laughs> Kanye West. From Pope Pippin to Poppin' Tag. From Champions to Slow Jack. Come on, yeah. Come with some production like this we with Donda, man. Why don't we? Play something these souls are like. Try whips, I know they like. Twister, you told a ride. I'ma make you a celebrity overnight. Give you ice like Kobe, right? We sorta like Kobe, right? No way. Molly Rose Podcast, episode 6. Celebrity overnight. Girl, I see you in the map about them teach. Chill on your back, I wanna know your name. Girl, I'm just like to blow your brains. Put you in the chameleon, no full range. Still sexy with you smoke that flame. Jerk like a chicken when you throw that thing. She got me hotter than the oven, the way that she talk. Switching the freaking, so I'm loving the way that she walk. You looking good, like you have a picture. Listen to me, I see your career going sky high. Taking you home to the crib in a shot. And every time I see your thighs, I cry when I drive by. Watching you should be a thrill. Got the fellas on some Johnny Gill steady screaming, my, 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 my. Walking the carpet with the dumbest, they're picking the dog. Kicking it on the couch at 106 and park. I can see the beauty on the big screen. I can see me freaking you with whipped cream. I can see you on stage at the awards with a dress better than Jennifer's and doing big things. Kick it with me, I can mow your life. You look a good girl, show you right. So Rose you podcast, I can make you a celebrity, yo, why not? Play something these souls are like. Try whips, I know they like. Twister, you told her right. I can make you a celebrity, yo, why not? Let's go. Give you ice like Kobe, right? We sort of like Kobe, right? The way we mow them, right? I can make you a celebrity, I yo, I gotta play something for my man. Hey. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what you say, nigga. I just hopped off stage, nigga. On my way to get paid, nigga. Got Pimentazine on the plane with us. When we land, they switch language. That's a long flight, so they pay different. Yeah. Somebody rolls podcast, nigga. RP Nipsey Hustle. Young made, nigga. Dropped out the 10th grade, nigga. Rolex was my wave, nigga. I got Malcolm X on my chain, nigga. Yeah. Tony Montana, my Cuban, no better. Yeah, Eric Wright, nigga. We ruthless. Came in this game and got cracking while these other niggas was making excuses. Ha. Making my way. Making my moves, making my moves, pulling by road crits, looking so coopers, doing my dough. Came in away, paying my dough. Now I'm a boss, and you niggas is full. I ain't gonna let the J, I'm not gonna let the, the Emphasis Stone go through. Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 60. We in the building, we locked. Hey, real, what's good? <laughs> I just feel like out of all of the Nipsey songs, you could have played that one. That's a 2019 joint. So for niggas who haven't heard that, I think that was on the that was on Jay Stone album. That name was alright. That was that that came out. That was a posthumous joint, right? A posthumous verse. Now explain the whole sixty thing. We'll play the drop first. sixty. Oh, and then explain it, cause you know some people really have no idea what. <laughs> Episode sixty. Some people don't know the hood shit. Oh, rolling sixties, y'all. Hold on, wait. Google's. Sir, we not about to open up with that like we representing them niggas. I'm what not you mean explain that. it like I know it. Hey, y'all. Nigga, you said you wanted this to be the Nipsey Hustle episode. I said it just because it's not. he was a rolling 60s script, y'all, but I don't know the. Uh, Terrell, this nigga. I didn't look up any 60s <laughs> because of that. <laughs> oh, it's definitely the Nipsey Hustle episode, 60. Or the Chris Samuels episode. Where my, where my Washington fans at? Nobody, Terrence. Jesus. Terrell, you know how many people are Washington football fans because yeah, of this but pod? nobody's going to know y'all most famous tackle. He was a center. <laughs> you bitch-ass nigga. He was not a center. Nah, he was a right tackle. Chris this Samuels. Bitch-ass nigga don't even know his, his, he don't even know his own player. Search Chris Samuels. My bad. I already know who. I know Chris Samuels is a tackle. He was a right tackle, I believe. 
Wow, are you even really a Skins fan? I mean, what the fuck? I know that nigga was on the line. Look, I'm not going to act like I was a He's literally diehard like, back then. I know he a legend, though. He's a Hall of Famer for y'all, basically. Like, dead ass. Hall of Fame. He was the best right tackle y'all ever had. He was literally the best we've ever had. And that's just a fact, Jack. Offensive tackle. He's just a beast. And we can put that nigga anywhere. And now he legit, like, he's, like, on y'all staff or some shit. Once a skin, always a skin. Look, I'm not with the name change. Uh-uh, that's way too loud, Terrence. Here we go. This nigga got... Here we go. Pod drop. Damn, them niggas fucking up on episode 16. Yo, 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 Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 60, man. Nipsey Hustle episode. R.I.P. Nip Hustle the Great. Um, I hate when Terrence does this and just makes me... He stands he he gets up and runs away. But uh, get, You could have just carried the show on, the but... 60, if I didn't know how long you was going to be gone. He's not a professional. Terrence would be like, going to change his shirt. This nigga's not professional. But um, the 60th episode of the Mallory Bros Podcast, man. It's, 60 uh, episodes. Come on, man. 60 weeks consistent. Yep. Inconsistent who? Kings. I, I said that like... I said it with them. <laughs> no, I was supposed... That wasn't like a rich what? You can't be the nigga at the concert that's like, somebody put your hands up. And then nobody does. You got to have your man back there right behind you like, look. Nah, you got to leave after that. <laughs> you gotta those, get the fuck real, out of those are the real uh, dreamers right there. If you can get up on stage in front of a crowd that's not fucking with you, Finish your performance and get off stage. You won, nigga. You know what? Question. Might have to go back in the lab, but you won. Question of the day. Where is Dodge and why do people want to get the fuck out of it? What? You know, I got to get the fuck out of Dodge. You mean, why do people say that? Had to come from some type of situation or. Yeah, when people say, you got to get the fuck out of Dodge. It's like a saying. It's actually in Kansas. (laughs) You should have searched, why do people say. Get out of Dodge. This nigga don't know how to use his Googles. You know how old people use Google? Like, this dad. This nigga need Axe Jeeves. My dad would be looking for. Look, he'd be like, yo, I just saw ice cream. It was They got this new place that sells ice cream right up the road. He won't Google search ice cream in whatever. Yeah. He'll say, hey, Siri, show me all of the ice cream shops that are between here and Brandywine. <laughs> it's like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, like, damn, hold on, wait. Siri, about to send you a boatload of shit. No bullshit. Hey, look, Mally Rose Podcast, I know y'all here to enjoy this, but I'm interrupting this to tell you if you don't have the vaccine, you will not be able to listen to the rest of this podcast. <laughs> and we can see and tell if you don't, so this podcast might just cut off in the middle of my... <laughs> 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 I'm vaccinated. <laughs> Why did mine stop? But bro, do you see all of this shit that they're coming out with? with yeah, the, uh, let's start there. With this vaccination... I think the biggest news is to come out of New York. New York is like, look, you can't get into uh, restaurants and the gym and bars and shit. Yeah. Unless you have the vaccine. Or unless you show proof of vaccine. Because I heard it is getting bad in New York. Yeah. I mean, there is some validity to the fact that people that don't have the vaccine yeah. are just walking around maskless. Um, and in places maskless. 
Um, but I don't know, man. I just I don't. I'm mean, honestly though. I'm not gonna be one of the guys that's like, this is bullshit. I can't get in the restaurant unless I show proof of. Yeah. You can wear your mask. I'm cool with that. Yeah, because we mask. They're not up saying you can't regardless. come in. But just let this be a. Uh, you're getting ready to start doing a bunch of shit that way, probably. It's just weird. It's just like. I just don't get the. I don't know. It's just weird. I'm 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 real confused on the split between in the world right now. Like the whole world is split between vaccinated and unvaccinated. And I felt like that is ridiculous. But I think people think I mean you should definitely be masked up. Don't be out here without without your mask, especially if you're not vaccinated. No. But on making him. people get this vaccination to me is kind of insane. I can get clothes in your business and stuff like that, but like my thing is like how long is that? Is that going to be a mandate until numbers go down? Or is it like, are we going to be the rest of our lives from now on showing COVID vaccination cards every year? And now they got this new variant called the Delta Plus. Bro, honestly. A part of me feel like they just going to be like, oh, the va- oh that de- oh y'all not scared of the Delta? Well, how about the Delta Plus? How about oh, y'all the Delta not scared of the Delta Max? Plus? <laughs> yeah, how about the Delta Pro, <laughs> the Delta Pro Max? <laughs> At this point, I told Ter- I told Ter- they're just going to come out at a point and say, look, if you don't... If you don't get the vaccine and you die, that's on you. At some point, they will say that. At some point, it's going to get to that point. But honestly, okay. Because people don't, people don't, trust, the, people don't trust the vaccine. I don't want to be irresponsible. I'm not saying that getting the vaccine is a terrible thing. It's everybody's choice. Everybody has different beliefs. Everybody has, done different, has studied different history. And so if you decide to get the vaccine, that's, your own, that's on you. But the offense that they're playing is a little bit like, all right. Heavy offense. I'll never forget watching Bill de Blasio eat that cheeseburger and say, and this cheeseburger was absolutely free. It's like, <laughs> really? <laughs> I wonder if niggas really be sitting home like, a free cheeseburger. I'm getting that vaccine. Right, roll the sleeve up and shot yeah, me up. Hit me. I don't but, know. um, yeah, I mean, definitely everybody stay safe because this shit is definitely real. Yeah, like I, think I get it. You might yeah. not want to take the vaccine, but uh, yeah. these variants and the stuff that's out here is real. So uh, you can't just be walking around like you don't believe in the virus. You might not believe in the vaccine, mm-hmm. but don't be moving out here like you don't believe in the virus because the virus is real, bro. That's true. And then I also say um, take the necessary precautions still. Take an airborne. Take your vitamin C or whatever yeah. so that you don't get sick because there's a crazy – there's also like some crazy – Common cold type shit that's out there. Well, you don't have the you don't have the you may not have COVID, but you got something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be fucking careful, man. You be fucking careful. Um, but yeah. Oh, well, you know what? Speaking of that, did you see all the people at Lollapalooza? That was already. Yeah. That must have been like yesterday. It was like a couple days ago. Okay, bro. They was oh, yeah. in that joint, sandwiched. I mean, like, they were legit touching each other. I don't know if, like, you seen that girl's video was going around. She was, like, before the rage, and it was, like, after. No, I didn't see that. They was, like, body to body. That's ridiculous. And you know what? You know that It's real festival. It's festival lifestyle, though. That's what they do at festivals. Yeah, you know that Delta was out there. Yeah, and the bad thing is, like, you got this asymmetric aspect of it that's just whack. Like, if y'all ever thought about, like, I've never heard of anything being a symptomatic, symptomatic, 
can't even fucking say the word half the time. I've never heard of that shit until COVID. Now, I get it. There's other things that are. But I swear I haven't heard it or, like, felt its impact since something like this. I know. Bro, I don't, I don't believe in Because it's like you can see a whole bunch of people out there. And you're like, look, none of them are sick. And it's like, you don't know. Some of them don't know. It's like, whoa, like, damn, like. Really? I don't because know. Because my biggest question like, for the look, people. You can get it and not have any symptoms, but you got it. It's and like, you could be passing it along. And now the vaccine is like, you can still get it with the vaccine. Yo, that is my biggest question with the vaccine. My biggest question is, if the vaccine not even going to cure you. What you talking about? The vaccine is not a cure for COVID. It's just a precaution in a way. Yes, yeah, 95% effective, they say. And so, it basically, you won't get the deadly symptoms. This shit sounds like something that somebody is selling. That's crazy. I cannot hear it any, any type of way. So, it's not going to cure me. Oh, but it's 95% effective. How the fuck do we know there's mad niggas getting the virus? And, then, you know and they I, have, they've got the vaccination. You know what's crazy? They say, look, it only lasts for a year or for another year, and next year you get another one. How do y'all know that? The, vi- the vaccine haven't been out yeah, for a year. Yeah, how you even know? They haven't been giving out doses for a year. But you know what? No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not just going to shut my mouth. Yeah, you just, you just keep it shut. I don't want to be that nigga that was like, you know what? I'm going never going to get the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> Coughing. You be coughing, all right? Yeah. But um, but yeah, man, it's crazy. Dumb. These different these different variants that are coming up. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be something else, and it's not to be taken lightly. There are people that's getting sick, um, with it, and I'm not I'm knocking on wood because I ain't trying to get sick, bro. I've been having some scary mornings. You wake up, your throat scratchy. Hell yeah. I lost my voice a couple times. It seemed like every day after the podcast, my voice is not what it should be. Now, if we go back into a lockdown. Um, is there anything that are that you're preparing for? You know what I'm saying? Is there anything that you would do different this lockdown versus last lockdown? Granted, we go into another lockdown. But what what did we do in the last lockdown? I mean, we was working, but like I mean, you still had to adapt to the world. And I feel like what I mean by it is like, all right, that's a good way that you look at it. Because a lot of people worked and just did what they had yeah, to do. Yeah, man. It was crazy. Shout out to the essential workers who are we should be uh legit legitimately the lowest paid for the most part not like everybody but like a lot of the essential workers like some of the the medical staff not like all the fucking surgeons in the er yeah but but i mean like you i guess you might not have nothing but the reason why i say that is because i would probably be working but that's my thing like so what like for me if you're working and you're one of the essential workers bet y'all just gonna just work this time and they don't care what they have to say Terrell, this not about what they have to say. I was asking, what would you do different? Your answer is basically, well, I'm just going to be working like I was last time. That's basically your answer? Because nothing really changed outside of you can't go in this place. You can't do that. Well, what I'll say is, for me, if we go into another lockdown, the world, think about it. Everybody's going to be at home. I want to take advantage of that. For me, this time, if we go into a lockdown, I'm trying to be coming with some type of content. Y'all, if we go into another lockdown and you a content creator, that's when y'all need to be on y'all horse. Nigga, we need to be on our horse. Yeah, and you know, we got to see some people really, like, that is when you really get to running. That is when you need to take off. So hopefully we don't go into a lockdown, but I just know for me, that's what I would do different. And I would buy groceries way different. Like, I'm going to get ahead of it this time. I just got to keep my eyes on the news, but boy, that's tough. I see COVID-19 news and I'm like, fuck this, I'm not looking at it. 
it seems like they just be like, this is the news when you watch it now. 19 people died. Well, sorry, 19. 20 people died from COVID-19. All, all 20 people were unvaccinated. You guys should get the vaccine. That's basically the news. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, this shit looks like fabrication. And you could just see your parents just sitting there soaking it up. I'm over soaking that shit up. They were saying on the news, they were saying, they were saying, they were saying. They were saying that even if you got the vaccine twice, you probably get it. I'm on my way to get my third dose. <laughs> like, what the fuck? She, if she get three, she gonna be one of them big zombies that just. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder what happened when they got third. <laughs> you like, hey, yo. Terry, that's irresponsible to say. You can't say that. That's my, I mean, but I'm thinking about that. Very irresponsible take by you two on that vaccine. Hey, look, you know those comments are coming. All I'm gonna say is go and get. I I would say the virus is real. If you don't want to get the vaccine, you need to be walking around like the virus. This virus is. You need to be wear your mask and double mask up for the for the sake of everybody else. Be responsible, Mm -hmm. because the virus is real. That's what I'm saying. You might not believe in the vaccine. I get that, but the virus is real. It's not a fake virus. So you should, yeah, do your part and wear your mask, idiot. Yeah. Idiot? Look, for those who forgot their mask and can't I, even. Is it me? And I'm sorry, y'all, if, you, if, if you're not watching visually. Shout out to the Niners. I'm holding this basketball, but this basketball is losing color. How? Because we've been using it. Your hands are touching it. That's like any basketball. It's just, it's small. A basketball in real life, dude, that you keep banging it on the ground. All my niggas who had that, y'all remember when you had, does anybody else still have their childhood basketball? I do. I have my childhood basketball that I loved. That joint still, still all right. But remember when you had a new basketball, you took that joint outside, that joint just got busted. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, this used to be an A1 basketball. Remember niggas used to have that ashy black and gray ball? Was it all, what normally was the best ball? It was like pig skin. Yeah. Or you had the basketball with the titty in it. Mm-hmm. You go to dribble and that joint go that way. <laughs> <laughs> Look, niggas don't even give you the, the credit. Owl ball. Yeah. Nigga can't dribble. <laughs> No bullshit. Hey, look, it's nothing like a. I was in a uh, sporting goods store the other day, and um, it's nothing like a new basketball or a new football. Mm-hmm. You look like you coach football, boy. You look like you coach for a jail team. Terrence, look at you, boy. You look like the water boy. You got you look like the new you leader. Like a water boy. You look like you at the holes camp with that shirt on, boy. Digging our own head ass. <laughs> this nigga look like he dug three holes today. Look at this nigga shirt. No, you look like the leader of them. You drive them on your pickup truck, boy. You be Mr. sweating, Sir. eating sunflower seeds. <laughs> look at you. You look like a water boy that grew up, but you still do water. So you're like water man. Grown ass little nigga. Water man. <laughs> you the nigga that go up to the niggas with this bottle and just. You hey. look je- You look perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Thirsty, bro. You hitting their face mask. They getting uh-huh. mad at you. Look, you, can do, you do the squeeze to ask. Look, you don't ask. You just do this. Look. That's <laughs> <laughs> real. Come on, nigga. Hey, look. Speaking of holes, bro, it's this way. I mean, y'all got to, I'm about to give y'all some, some shit to watch. Uh, if you about to eat a sandwich or a meal or whatever, go to YouTube and go to this, um, this YouTube channel called The Take. First of all, I love their videos. If you're a, a, a cinephile like me, film guy, somebody who loves movies, anybody who might be interested in like looking at some of the back inside of like filmmaking. Now, let me tell y'all. Watching videos like this, mind you, we ain't with the film school. So I'll tell you the same way our film professors told us. When you watch videos like this, they kind of impact how you view cinema, period. How you view shows, movies, anything. But what I will say 
is my bad. Just got a weird ass email. But uh, <laughs> what I will say is these videos have very good takes. No pun intended because the joint is called The Take. But it's this joint that they just uploaded about... <laughs> I don't know if they actually called it that, but it was about the magical... Spike Lee called it the... I got I to gotta tell you exactly what it's, it's called. It's so annoying listening to you try to say this. It took you forever to say The Take. Now you're like trying to figure it out. What it's the fuck the is magical... it? I'm going to cut this up. Well, Terrell's not going to cut it up, so... Maybe it won't get cut up. Because my shit is real. My shit is raw. My shit the is raw. The magical minority trope. I'm sorry, y'all. But they literally just up uploaded it. But it's a video about the magical minority trope in movies. Spike Lee called it like the magical Negro. And it was talking about how a lot of times in black, uh, not in black film history, but just in film history, black people play this magical role. Or all minorities that's where the, they play this magical role that it, the magic only helps the white main character. It doesn't even help themselves. You know like, what I mean? Like Will Smith, Bag of Vans. The, uh, like Will Smith, Bag of Vans was a big one. Uh, Green Mile, of course, they use. Green Mile. You have uh, Shazam. But, bro, there, when I say there's so many movies, like Forrest Gump. Like, Forrest Gump went on to have Bubba Gump Shrimp. And literally, it was a multi-million dollar business. Like, it was, a, it was a big business. Like, one of the things that the dude said to him on the bench was like, are you the, really the owner of Bubba Gump Shrimp? And he was like, yep, we got more money than, than John Crockett or somebody, he said. But it's just like... Bubba wasn't necessarily Bubba would spiritual, be, though. Bubba would be the magical minority trope. Think about it. He's helping... He was the only he was one helping that was your friend. Through the, I'm, I'm yelling. He was helping Forrest through the whole movie. Telling Forrest how to get shit done. Not really teaching him anything, but like supporting him. Uh, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think of more of those. Hey, that's, look. A, that's a good that's a good video to watch. Bro, I'm telling you, it's a great video. They got that. And the reason why I brought up holes is because they was talking about zero not zero, but the Madame Zeroni thing where look, she's this mystical lady who could throw a curse on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the curse is... I think the magical Negro in that one is the dude that was trying to fix everything for the white lady with the school. They was definitely talking about him. They was like, that shit cost him his life. Mm. I could fix that. I could fix that. He wouldn't even get no pussy. Uh -huh, look. I get my peaches down in Georgia. Oh my yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that's actually very disrespectful guarding the, the argue, argument. It's a movie. I mean, the conversation we have. It's a movie. That man lost his life for that white lady. And look, he wasn't getting shit back. That's what they was talking about, about the magical minority. They're just doing these things to help white people, and they don't even give a fuck about their own well-being. Yo, y'all got to go and watch that video. It is no so bullshit. good. I watched a whole 22-minute video. Trust me, it's worth I it. I ain't watching. Trust me, <laughs> it playing. is worth it. It is worth every, every worth minute it, of that joint. Fix y'all damn attention span. I did not mean to go on that long about that. I'm so sorry, y'all. But look, I just gave y'all a dope-ass video to watch. And probably a dope channel, yeah. And a, oh, you're gonna be on that channel forever. Cause they got the uh like the I'm not gonna get into it. For all of my film guys, if you uh wanna watch if you're into like scripts, there's that Instagram page. What's it called? T scripted? Yes, love that page. They literally play the movie and then run the script right under it. It's the best thing ever. Scripted. Yo, so hitting up my docket. Cause my man Terrell don't got nothing on the I do docket. have a docket. Can I just say before? Oh yeah. Uh the verses happen. 
All right, there we go. Um, between the locks and Dipset, and I have this clip that absolutely outlines exactly what happened that night. And so I'm gonna play it now, and this gives you if you if you're not somebody that's familiar with Dipset for real and familiar with the locks for real, and you're a little bit younger like I am, where I'm not the biggest New York person. This was the most electrifying verses that I have ever seen. Hold on, I'm about to play this for you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. This is the most electrifying verses. This clip is just example. We I'm know. glad you did it after you already suffered defeat. You panicked. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. New York, the real New York. I'm outside. I don't live in Miami. I don't live in Colorado. Come to my block and see me, my niggas. All of y'all know I be down there. This is Kiss. I'm outside. All oh, niggas be I like this. I got all these guns on the clip. Nigga, I'm from New York. What? Do you hear that crowd, bro? <laughs> that, bro, oh that God. shit was incredible. The verses was full of, full of moments like that. The whole uh, that was like a battle rap. It was great. Yes, shout out to all my battle rap fans. If you ever seen Charlie Cliffs versus Loaded Lux, the way that started, where it was like, "Fuck you, you go first. Nah, no, fuck you, you go." It was like, "Oh shit, this show about to be lit." This show about to be lit the whole the way. The way through. this jump started. Number one, it took Dipset like an extra ten minutes to come out on the stage. Like, Lox was out there was like, where the fuck these niggas at? <laughs> these bitch ass niggas is some divas. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that energy the whole night. Shout out to New York, man. Shout out to all of the New York listeners, the New York Niners. Like, y'all really won the night with that. And I'm honestly, I was like, I don't really give a fuck. I'm not really a New York dude, but I'm going to watch because, you know, I know New York can return up. And not being from New York, that shit was great. That so shit I know y'all niggas incredible. with that shit. That shit was incredible. Shout out to Jada Kiss, who literally they say he got they was they had the picture of Braun with his two trophies. They had the, the Knicks yeah. joint. Bro. Dog. I was telling Terrell, all they needed was smack up there to just kind of mediate the crowd. Hey yo, you wildin', chill out. Hey yo. Let smack, my man go. Smack doesn't like to do that either. He, when he do that, that means he had to do it. <laughs> Alright. We might have to shut this shit down. <laughs> Shout out to my battle rap niggas, man. If you if you listen to battle rap, you're a real one. Man, that versus was great. And honestly, I feel like, there we go, versus. Like, yeah. Y'all got one. Yeah. Because I didn't like the Timberland and. I didn't like the. I didn't like the Timberland and Swizz show because it was too staged. Yeah. These niggas created this shit. Yeah. Bro. Whoa. We ain't going to say all of that. Right. But, bro. These. Dipset could not hang with them, bro. These they was playing hit after hit, and I smash thought it was crazy that smash. they was playing four songs in a row. They wouldn't even let the song go for real before they hit the next joint. They bullied them, bro. Cam Cam was the only hope. Jewels was up there looking stupid as hell. I don't think he looked stupid when he went and put on a black T-shirt with the black bandana, like the old Jewels. Cool. He came out there with that colorful ass, the Virgil joint, joint. with the it was with Virgil the, with the Louis bandana. It was cool, but bro, you look crazy. Look, I'm like y'all niggas. It was Virgil, so that mean it was Flower Bro, Dollars. Cam came out that joint looking like nothing but Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Like that was what we needed to see. I and Jim you. Jones to me got too high, too drunk, so he couldn't really give his all. Oh damn, he was kind of in and out. Oh, he was faded. Damn. He was faded. But all in all, it was that was a a win for the the. Oh, I hate Definitely. that they say this, but a win for the culture. Win for the 100%. culture. One hundred percent. Y'all know what I don't like. I don't like that everybody say the same thing. You know? What? Like that? it's like a thing? 
No, like that. I'm not, no, not even like that. But I just mean like we all always just all say the same thing. That's why I tweeted the other day. I was like, I like I fuck with people who have like genuine personalities and they have their own like lingo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. I know it. I know people. I know sometimes. You know how you might say some shit. This and this is what I'm talking about. I don't like when people say, be saying shit like they've been saying it. Like, if you you know how people add stuff in and you can tell oh, you just added that in because you know it's a relatable thing. Then you can tell when people act like they've been saying it forever. And it's like example. An example. Already remember I told you. Remember when niggas was talking. Remember when No Cap first came out and niggas started saying. Oh yeah. We you know we from PG so. Our shit was like what? No bullshit. Like, uh huh. You welling? You welling? Well, yeah. Like, we had our shit. We didn't have that's cap. We didn't have like a capping. No, no lie type of thing. We had yeah. you welling, but we never was like no. And we had on mothers. On mothers. That was our no cap. Yes. Oh, I put on on mothers. Yeah, but it wasn't like a no lie. I feel like and no on cap mo- is like no yeah. lie. I feel like I had to explain that. On mothers means you put it on your. You, it's like I put it on. It's like a the DMV way to say I put it on my mother's life. Yeah. On mothers. On M U V A S. Even right. if you type it, you type it that way. Yeah. On mothers. That's like <laughs> dead ass. That's, That's dead like ass. DMV version That's our shit. Ass. Dead ass. But then again, like even I don't think none of that equates to no cap. Mm-hmm. Remember you wouldn't say, say I'm a. Yeah, man, we used to say Fred. We got to explain some of this shit. Dead like Fred. Dead like Fred. That's dead like Fred. So we used to just be like, that's Fred's Fred. I was telling Kelly, like, some creative niggas out here. This is my new thing. We about to stop. (laughs) We about to stop. When a nigga lying, you know what you just tell him? You ain't Paul. (laughs) You just tell him you ain't Paul. Remember when a nigga was like, look, on next Friday when he was like, Terrell, you don't fuck with it. I know. I fuck with it. I told Kelly that the it's other day. Too, it's not. It's not. Uni- nah, it's, it's not universal enough. It's not. I mean, it's but not universally enough. It's not because you had to see that movie and know exactly what you're talking but about. But that's to me, it's cooler. I told Kelly she was lying. I said you ain't Paul. You a nigga that steal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even that you a nigga that steal. Cause think about a nigga. He was like, "Girl, I can't I believe you would do this. I'm a Paul." <laughs> he and was like, you ain't Paul. You a nigga that steal. <laughs> like, basically, you lying. He but didn't even write it to the bed. To said, me, I just feel like look at. Like, I'm outside. Everybody, now that they going out, is I'm outside. We outside. We outside. Like, yo, you look like, like y'all sound like IG. Like, yeah. I get it. But, like, I just feel like, damn, like, everybody be oh saying the God. same shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, you know what? I realized that when I was so irritated. I was y'all like, oh, look. I'm at the party city for work, getting work balloons. Irritated as fuck. And this loud-ass chick comes in there <laughs> and says, um, is this a line for the balloons? Where's the line for the balloons? We were like, look, we already ordered. You just have to let her know what you want. <laughs> we look, uh, me, this lady who's a teacher. You know she come to the party city. This other lady who was gotta look, hurry up and get back to the camp school. counselor. You know she come to party. Gotta city. get back to the camp. And my black ass every secondary holiday here. <laughs> gotta get back to work. <laughs> and so look, she was like, can I get respectfully with a uh, hashtag blown up in all letters in all gold? We was looking at her like, do you know how long that's about to take? And the girl that was making the balloons was like, look on that wall and see if you can find all them letters, and then we'll blow them up. She was tripping. That's terrible customer service. Y'all trying to get hashtag respectfully. For what event is this? I feel you. Where are you about to put them fucking balloons? It's like this IG shit is almost like a a place that we've all been that you don't got to travel to. But like when you go out, you can act like you've been there. You know, like imagine you go to like... 
Hawaii. And you come home and you starting to say the Hawaiian terms. This like mm-hmm. just came from Hawaii. <laughs> like <laughs> IG That's is true. just like like our, our, we all can go and we can all just pick up whatever everybody's saying on there. It's like yeah, and you know what? It makes me feel like it makes me think about like a VR type of life. Like you know how virtual reality is like virtual. That's kind of a, a, a that's kind of like virtual reality because you're really not there. Like the fact that I was able to virtually watch. Rolling loud. Yeah. I honestly kind of felt like I went. Hey, but you know what's weird? There's two different sides of virtual reality. There's for the future. There's, yo, I can't wait till we could legit actually do Ready Player One. But then there's also that striking viper side where niggas will get weird. Oh, okay, yeah. That should be weird. And niggas might start doing some shit that it's like you shouldn't really be doing. Like going in, mur- like imagine playing GTA where you could drive a car and hit niggas and stab niggas, fight niggas, kill <laughs> niggas just on a random street, but it's VR. That would make that game way more intense. It would. You know what I'm saying? Because now I feel like for real I'm doing that shit. But for real, uh, more on the IG side. That might be genius. Sorry. That's going to come. That's going to happen. But look, what I was thinking about with these new celebrities, right? Uh huh. With IG being this. Hub, not even IG, social media. I'll say, with with social media being like the hub for the culture, it's almost like all of our hip hop and rap artists, or a lot of the new artists, say the same shit. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna act like I know because I wasn't around back then. But it's almost like I wonder if the rap artists of back then. Not even rap artists, but like, you know, music artists, period. They weren't all saying the same thing. Like, you even have R&B artists saying the same little terms that, like, the hip-hop artists say because of IG and it being a social, popular thing. But when we look back, not only are we going to be able to say, okay, niggas was making music this way. It's like, okay, this was what what niggas was saying. You know what I mean? Like, if you look back at 2000s hip-hop, I don't know if you see a whole bunch of different artists using the same terms like we do. And I mean, like, because you have artists from all over the place, Philly, the South, St. Louis, yep. the South. They all had their own sound. But now it seems like people will have a, a unique sound, but them terms and what they're saying is the same. It's just weird. That's what, that's what I'm looking at. I'm just thinking about, like, when y'all look back at what we got, this is the era we live in. Soon we all not going to be here. And niggas are going to look back at the music that's being made in these years. Mm-hmm. You know? And I wonder if they're going to be like, damn, that was just a shit period. Like Quentin Tarantino always talks about, like, I think, uh, like, 80s and 70s cinema. And he talks about how bad some of those times was. Oh, it was just shit in the 70s. Oh, that's because the 80s was shit. And it's like, damn, we could be living in the shit part. No, I don't know? think so. I think we live in one of the most golden eras. For for what? For, you talking music? For music. Nah, bro. For for music and We're living through just this. look at this era period. Music, movies, this just looks like this year. I'm not gonna lie. The way we have started the new millennium, like this new twenty that we got. Just the beginning. It's trash, yeah. This is two thousand one kinda. But twenty ten to twenty twenty was what a time. Yeah. No pun. You get the Drake run. You get the Kanye So run. we're not talking about that. that. We're talking about this. Like you just said, we're not talking the about 20s. the 2000s. We know about the 2000s. That was great music. But going forward, if we start from right here and look forward, it's like, ah. Shit, you ever see that movie, The Mist? 
Whew. That movie will fuck you up, especially the end. It don't end like you think. <laughs> that movie is terrible to some people. That joint has the, the most terrible Rotten Tomatoes score that you can think about. But you know what? That movie was good. That joint was crazy. That's one of them good ass movies that don't really got the best ending that you just was like, Ooh, I'm glad that shit is over yeah. with. But it wasn't good. <laughs> Be prepared if you're going to watch The Miss because it's one of the movies that make you feel like, damn, the score is heavy. What a great movie. But bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one thing that I did have on my docket, hey, shout out to, I don't remember the girl's name. It's one of the Niners, and I got to figure out her name. But I met her at the gym. Shout out to her. She said she was just moving here from St. Louis. Hey. She's moving to Alexandria. Uh, I don't live in Alexandria, but all right. This nigga pointed right to me when he's in Alexandria. She's moving to Alexandria. Who is that? My bad. Uh, I can't remember her name. It's all good. She didn't know who you're talking about. Terrence. Is it super important that you have the exact Instagram name? Check. <laughs> Bottom line. Nah, I met her in person, bro. I told you I met her at the gym. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my niggas who be going to the gym, man. We not missing no days in August. Uh, Literally no days in August. But yeah. um, She told us to talk about a couple things, and I felt like they was decent topics. I mean, we could relate. Um, and the first one is... Long distance relationships. Terrell was in a long distance relationship when we was in school, mm-hmm. and I felt like he's got some good uh, things to input on that topic alone. Yeah. So what I'll ask you is, um, just to start, like, let's just talk about like some challenges. You know, I know you was in a relationship where uh-huh. you was with her, then you went to school. So yeah, for the people that's listening that might be dealing with. Y'all know how the nigga Terrell is when I ask some questions. But the people that's listening that might be dealing with some long-distance relationships, what you got for them? Terrell's tips. Uh, I think the important thing, Terrell's tips, I do, and I got a couple more Terrell's tips, too. Um, This nigga had to let me know that this is not it, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Because niggas will try to hijack and be like, people will try to hijack and be like, I gave you your tip. And it's like, (laughs) all right, nigga, you gave me a tip. But it's August. So I know it's a lot of young couples mm-hmm. that might have been together. Y'all might have got accepted to different schools. Your girl going, uh, your girl, your girl go. I know a couple. He's going to like Northern VA community, and she's going to the U. You know what I'm saying? And so, but they in a relationship. They love each other. And Y'all so, to all of the couples that might be going through that, I think this is a specific advice to y'all. You gotta kind of know. You got to kind of know what your trust look like. That's the biggest thing. I think the biggest challenge yeah. is the fact that y'all not going to be close to each other. Y'all not going to know where each other is. Y'all not going to be able to see each other. Um, and you got to have strong trust. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Because if your trust fold, then you're going to become very insecure. I did it. Once my trust folded, I was super insecure. But that's the thing. My trust was broken. Yeah. You know? And I didn't have the... We didn't. I was young, so I didn't have that mental to think this was some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, once my trust was broken, it was worse and worse and worse, and I became more and more insecure. You know, and then the relationship ended up folding. But well, another thing, bro, is you got to understand that you don't get makeup sex in long distance relationships most That's of true. the time. If y'all have a tiff, or you were supposed to call me, oh, I thought, oh, my bad, whatever, whatever. 
Like those little instances where you could piss your girl off and y'all make up, or she piss or yeah, she piss you off, but y'all make up. Mm-hmm. You don't get that makeup. That shit don't happen. You just have to go back to talking to each other. So, I Terrell, would say, come what? on, man, shut the fuck up. I'm giving good advice. <laughs> Terrell, everybody's this telling you to shut the fuck to up be right Terrell's now. Terrell's tips, Terrence. I what you just I'm said giving, what I mean. Well, my thing is like, okay, you okay. So now let me let me just interject real quick. Why? Why are you interjecting? Because I feel like. Everybody is telling you to shut up. <laughs> They're That's not. all in unison. They tell Terrence, please shut up. All right, bet. But this, I'm trying to help y'all niggas out. You don't. You niggas think that I'm t- giving niggas gems. Can I just literally just say this one thing real quick? I'm just asking you something about your advice. All right, go ahead. I get that you just said that there's no. Because I mean, let me just tell you what you just said. There's no makeup. Yeah, there's no. There's makeup, no makeup right. sex. Okay, Terrell. So like, what's a tip on how they can deal with the fact that they don't have like. I can never just naturally get to what the fuck I'm trying to say y'all, on my own podcast. if you listen to this podcast, y'all know this nigga will say what will happen, but he will not give Nobody tips. agrees but you. Terrell, Everybody I know I'm not wrong up. in that. Your ass will say, well, the crazy thing that happened to me when I wasn't alone in this relationship is you'll you, name all of that shit, and you're supposed to be helping them out, bro. Terrence, that is helping because that just lets you know. My thing is like, what do they do? I mean, can you give them something to do I'm when they don't have I'm trying to get the, there, Terrence. Bullshit, man. This nigga gonna try. I hate when a nigga try. Act so like he was what going you in. do? You tell a nigga turn right, and he know he was going straight. He tried. Come on, bro. I got a blank on. But the bitch ass nigga <laughs> the act like he in the driver's seat. He can't even see. He looking over the wheel. Click the. Keep your ass in the back, nigga. Good. Like I was saying. Um, <laughs> 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 I bet just people on this podcast just really so be real, like, for real, for real, bro. Do you really not understand that you, you you will say what happened and not give a tip? Like, all right, I know this I'm is what not. I, tell you. I know I'm not. I'm trying out. to give y'all raw experience. Terrell, first, but look, number one, first, oh my then. God. So what I was gonna say, let's go. There's no makeup, bro. So there are certain things that you just gotta fucking dust off. It's certain shit that will what Terrence? That's no, not good enough. That's not good enough for you, huh? It's certain shit that'll come up, little issues, where you gotta have that. You gotta have that mental capacity to be able to just dust that shit off and be like, you know, that's not a big deal. Example. But example. Uh, like let's say you thought some shit was supposed to be somewhere, or your girl, you're like, why is she doing this? What the fuck is she doing? Did like she call she you and be MIA like, hey, or some shit? Yeah. So did she call you and be like, oh well, we was at the U. Bachelor yeah. party. I didn't expect whatever. Not bachelor party, but you know. And so you got to keep your trust, but then you just got to just be like, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. I honestly just thought you. And then also, this was all, this was my Terrell's tip for the podcast. It had nothing to do with that, but this is perfect for that. Um, sometimes you got to apologize even when you're not wrong. Oh, yeah, um, that's more honey. Come on. Hey, fellas, so listen up. Yeah, sometimes, and this goes for all of the fellas. It, sometimes it's Ladies not about. Ladies too. Yeah. Facts, but that look, that's a, that's, <laughs> don't expect it, fella. <laughs> but uh, sometimes you got to apologize even when you're wrong. It's not about being sorry. It's like a sheer respect for the other person's feelings. 100. Like I'm apologizing on the strength that what I did even made you feel this way, even if it wasn't my intention. 100, man. You know what that I'm saying? That sound like he reading the book. That's, that, that is... Masculine energy. That nigga sound like he really right reading the book. Terry, shut the fuck up. That is masculine energy right there. And so to me, like if I, and it's something that you could practice not only with your girl but with your family at work. I'm telling you. If somebody be like, I was X Y Z whatever whatever, they blowing up at you. 
they're, they they obviously feel this way because of something you did, whether you intended to do it or not. Right. And so even if you're not wrong, put your pride to the left and just apologize for it. I think pride pride can keep a pride can keep you in some chains when you literally have the key to take. You just have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's and, my Terrell tip for today. And honestly, you know, just to add on to that, Terrence tip. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. But you have to. That's ridiculous. But I would say for my fellas, one of the big, biggest things that I picked up within this past year is that, like, your, mood, your girl's mood is you're responsible for your girl's mood. Like, that's your responsibility. So if that is falling then it's on you. You know what I mean? So if your girl come home from work, she had a long day, shit didn't go her way, forgot her lunch, shit that just makes you have a bad day and she just is sour about it, you shouldn't be thinking, yo, she had a bad day at work, so you know what I'm saying? When she get through with that shit or when she deal with that shit, like when she cheer up, I'm a, like, nah, you should see that as a personal hit on your, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit. Like an opportunity for you. Yeah. And I would say, just think about it like your kid. Like, if, even for us who don't have kids, if your son came home from school, it don't matter what you're doing. You could be cooking. You could be doing whatever. If your son came home from school and was, like, just upset, and you're like, yo, what's up? How was school? And he was like, yeah, whatever. Go straight to his room or some shit. Then he come back out, and he's just sitting there. You would be like, I got to fix I got to help him. Like, you would try to get to the bottom of it, but even if he wasn't open, you would you, – we've all had people do it where it's like, Yo, you want to get some ice cream? Yo, you want to you wanna go play basketball? Like, you would make these moves to fix his mood. And you got to think that same thing with your girl. Your girl come home, she not feeling well, or she had a bad day at work. That's your responsibility right there. Because, look, what are you there for? You waiting for her to get over it so she can come and help you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was looking at that video about what you bring to the table where them two people was talking about what they bring to the table. And that's what I wanted to speak on. Like, we bring so much to the table that's not able to just be marked down on a list unless we could put paragraphs on a list. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's a certain aspect that, that I feel like a man has to bring to a relationship. Fellas, for when the girl asks you, <laughs> what do you bring to the table? It's hard to, ex you wouldn't be ex able to explain that. Mm -hmm. And if you try to explain it, you would look like a simp. Or yeah. picky-type nigga. Because the, I think the misconception with that is everybody, when you think, well, what do you bring to the table? They think about everything that's you could touch. The value. Yeah. All of the the shit that you can buy. Yeah. And that dumbass nigga was like, I, brought a, I bring the house to the table. Bro, that's not, that's not bringing anything right. to the table. And you sound dumb as fuck with the confidence, like you speaking for all of us. I hate when niggas be speaking with the confidence and be dead-ass wrong and they speaking for men because the ladies can post that shit and be like, see... Y'all some dumbass niggas who think like this, and y'all all think like this. And that's not even Ain't the case. No bullshit. But yeah. I got what he was saying, but he was wrong because... Nah. I got what he was saying, but I know what he thought he was saying. I, yeah, I get what he was trying to say, but it's like, bro, act, it's like... You like when L Lamar Tate was like, Andy on the bus. Like, <laughs> you just a little out of line. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, but what I'm saying, I bring the house, like... Metaphorically, a okay, man cool. is a yeah. is like a is like a rock. Like I always say, a man is like a rock. Like a, the the rod of this family. Like it don't bend. Like he's the one that stand up when everybody got their shit going on. It's all my responsibility. When I have a wife, then I have kids. 
everybody's mood is my responsibility. Yeah. Not that you can fix everything. Right. But I hey. like that too, though. I like that mindset because if your girl's having a fucked up day, I'm pretty sure you could be a little. Oh, she's in a fucked up mood. Let me go on the girl. And Let that's me go watch niggas TV. go wrong. Right. As opposed to being like, yo, you want me to make you something or you can me run you a bad. Think about or, the shit your girl like. If your girl like, uh, you know what I'm saying, like Real Housewives or some shit, like. Just put that shit on. Something that she would like, and then you just got to sit there and act like you want uh, to watch it. Because you know that that's going to take her from bad mood to I'm in a good mood. Or honestly, fellas, you don't got to put on Real Housewives. You need to just, if you do anything with your girl, like say y'all always just come home and do y'all own thing. Your girl come home with a bad day. Now you might be like, you know what? You I, gotta order us, yeah. I just ordered us some Cold Stone. I want you to try this ice cream. Or like, Invest in that bad Something energy. Something yeah. that's going to make her be like, damn, this nigga actually looking out for me because I had a bad day. Right. I know some of my niggas who I made and who already know this shit, it's probably like, yeah, I do that. But trust me, it's a lot of us out here that mm. really fall short with that. You think my girl came with an attitude, and she going she to deal with it, you know. She'll get over it. Or, or look, or you take the offense, I mean the, the defense route. What the fuck she so upset for? Don't come home and take that shit out on me. You tell your girl, I know you had a bad day at work, but don't take that shit out on me. Yo, are you the woman in the relationship or the man? Like, yes, that's feminine sir. energy. Mm. She gotta come home and be straight for you. Ain't you the rock? That's how I look at this shit. Nah, you're right. And Terrell, you, know you would you would back me off and you would get to talking about the you know, men's mental health. And you would remember when we had a conversation like this before. That's this is way what I was getting. At. Okay, I see what you're saying about this. But what you were saying was way different because the man doesn't have that same, he isn't, for, isn't afforded that same luxury. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this is my thing too, though. If you're going to take a traditional approach to your marriage, like what the dude say, I'll bring a house to the table. The woman clearly spoke on a traditional type of, like, a, like an older a traditional, traditional support, yeah. yeah, where she said, you buy the house, I, I make, make it, it at home. home. You, you, I, you, you, you pay for the kitchen or whatever. I'm the one that actually is going to be in there, be in the family. And she went as far as to say, you don't even get to see all of the stuff that I do when we run out of this and I buy it, when we do this and I buy it. And then he's like, I could pay somebody to do that. Whatever, whatever. It's like, all right, but you're not, you're you're not, not going to get the, you're, you're not on man time. Like, do you want a husband? Yeah. That also brings a house? Right. Because what are you saying? To me, if you're going to be the man and you pay for everything, real niggas that do that, don't have to speak on it. Mm-mm. That y'all watch that Asian dude and his wife. Remember they sat there and were talking about how she paid everything. He's not going around saying. He's not going to her saying, "I bought this fucking house." Yeah, because he probably uh, he, son. It's a yeah. And I'm starting to know. I'm starting to learn more and more. We be talking about relationships because we haven't been. We be talking about relationships that we haven't been in yet. You know what I mean? Like they talking about. I bring a house. Who have you? Who have you got a house and brought it to? Are you married? No. You're just talking about what you would do. She's talking about, I cook, I clean, I do this, I do that. It just sounds like you're talking about what you would do. Because if we talk about when and you that watch. Dude spoke on that. He said they, they say they stop, but they don't keep it up. That's why I'm saying. I don't know anything about that. go watch the I Am Woman podcast where they had Chad Johnson, Brandon Marshall, all those football players. Mm-hmm. Ladies, for the lady listeners, definitely go listen to this. If you got a dude and you wondering like. How to support him because he's busy. Go watch the I Am Woman podcast and watch them women talk about how they supported their husbands while they was NFL players. 
and the, and the shit that their husbands would do. And then they talked about, bro, that's real conversations about what you bring into the table, what I'm doing versus you doing. When we talk about it, it be seeming like we talking about some shit we haven't done yet. Like mm-hmm. you talking about how to react in a war you haven't fought in yet. I would just pick my gun up and shoot him and shoot him. It's like, yo, you know war got order. Like, you sound like you talking out of line. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely deeper when you in, when you on that field. And I feel like we be talking, haven't even been on the field yet. Everybody got this shit to say about marriage. How many times have you been married? And it's, it's all insecurity, too. There's a lot of insecurity in it. And a lot of people will take their security and expose the insecurity that they have. You're financially stable, right? You got a good job. Great for you. But you haven't really hit it off the way you want with these ladies. So you use your financial stability to display your insecurity with the woman. So you say stuff like, what do you bring to the table? It's because you can't get the woman you want. So, yeah, you got a good job, but you haven't got that girl you really want yet. So you're projecting by saying stuff like, well, what do you bring to the table? Nothing but pussy. It's like, okay. oh, you bringing in some cash. Exactly. Now, like, now say a, she got money. Exactly. If she got money and can buy, that's why, that's why him saying, I buy a house. What if you get with a chick that already has a house? Now, what do you bring to the table? You know? Right, because that was what you chose to say. You chose to say you brought a house. And it's like, yo, our monetary value and what we have, that shit don't even count when we talk about what we bring to the table. For mm-hmm. real. It is a lot of rich women out there that was married to other millionaires that started dating the dude. You've seen it a thousand times in these movies where the, the rich white lady is married to the, the white dude with the, the, the regular jeans, work a regular job because he loves the kids. He's a regular guy. Mm-hmm. He's not like her ex. But the rich guy. There's no price on that love. It's really all about, I feel like it's all about how much you show the woman that you fuck with her. Dog, I was in a situation, then I stepped out of, out of it because I started realizing what I wasn't able to give. Yeah. And I felt like, fellas, this was at the top of my docket list for this week, believe it or not. It was like, stop fucking up certain friendships and certain relationships you might have with your female, with female friends, women in your life. You're fucking this shit up yourself. You know what I'm saying? I know I fucked off a whole lot of friendships and relationships because I wasn't looking at it the right way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of dudes look at relationships. And I'm not going to say this is what, what I'm in, but this is what I want to speak on. Stop looking at every single woman in your life as like somebody that you about to potentially or could possibly fuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The The... the the, the chicks you go to school with, you know what I'm saying? The chicks that are in a certain class with you. If they cool with you, bro, everybody not trying to fuck. And I'm telling you, I've lived this life 27 years. And I can tell you plenty of times where I let the possibility of something happening with a joint or or having that stupid ass thought like, oh, what if Shorty's feeling me? Or, or what if I could possibly... You're going to fuck up all your friendships, bro. Like... Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that the shit is, is legit. That's a fact. Because I'm going to tell you, what's not going to happen is the chick not going to tell you that you fucked it up. It's just going to be fucked up. 
Mm-hmm. You might wonder why y'all fell off, why y'all not friends like I was before. But like, and you'll think about that shit for the rest of your life. Yeah, this nigga thinking about somebody. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> but yeah, that's don't let your friend, don't let your dick fuck up your good friendships that you have with these ladies out here. Just chill, bro. And I'm not a nigga that's just yapping my mouth. Trust me, I got receipts. All right, Terrence. Nobody even thought that. But sometimes you just got to throw that shit out there. Projecting. Projecting that I believe in what I'm saying. Because I feel like niggas say shit that they don't do. And I'm telling you. Made man. Bunch of made ass niggas. Paid man with some paid ass. I don't even know the words. Hey, look. Another part of that that I was going to talk to you about. Shout out to the girl from Alexandria. Uh, Not Alexandria. From St. Louis. She from the Lou. Uh-huh. Gave us another topic she wanted to talk about real quick. Okay. Uh, relationships and kids. You got to be ready for it to me. I think you have to be you have to have the you have to be in that mental space to be ready to take on a woman that has a child or a man that has a child because you got to be willing to be number 2. You can't require all of the attention. Mm-hmm. I think when we get to a certain age, if you uh, y'all should understand if you single all the way up through a certain age, you're gonna it's gonna be hard to find somebody that doesn't have a kid. Now, would but you date a woman that had a kid? Go ahead and say right, the safe answer. Me right now, no. But I'm I, I'm coming around to it. Let me tell you something. I was talking to this fine ass woman before that had a kid. Likewise, and he was 11. I was getting ready to say fuck it though, because she was just too fine. But that's me thinking about the moment. And yeah. then as I started to talk to her, it was just like, you might really, get on my nerves and then your kid I don't really vibe in with and you. then it's like, your mother getting on my fucking nerves and you don't mm-hmm. even know it. <laughs> but I think when you're really looking for companionship, that's when people say, she's got a kid, but he's a good kid and she's a nice one. You know what I'm saying? The intention is different. I'm still, I was still on some fuckboy shit. Yeah. I'm, still looking, I'm still looking at the woman thinking, oh, you know, she's fine. You're not... When you start looking for a companion, yeah. then I think people would be more so open to having kids. But I think you got to be in the right mental space to like be number two because the kid will be number one. The kid definitely going to be number one. And, bro, uh, the kid's definitely going to be number one. And, like, that's not, like, a bad thing. I feel like if you, like Terrell said, if you're not in a space where you're ready for it, I know why Terrell is saying that because sometimes it's like, all right, bet since since I'm not, I don't, I don't have all. You basically saying since you don't have all the time in the world, when you do spend time with her, you don't want to have to split it with her and her kids, right? And have to worry about you know I gotta get my kids get a babysitter and stuff like that. But I mean, for me, I agree with Terrell. Your mind has to be ready for that because you got a lot that you're gonna have to deal with. You have to deal with. Another young person, you're not their parent, but you kind of just like got to parent them. So if you've never been in that role before, like you never even been like a school mm-hmm. administrator, that's gonna be kind of tough, especially when they get older. You gotta pay for them and support them like they're yours. Most of the time, if you gonna pay for your wife's meal and she got a baby and y'all bring the kids, you still gotta pay for everybody, bro. You know, so that's something. And I was thinking about the baby daddy aspect. You know, you have to deal with. This is another man's kids. So, should you say, should you do? Yo, you have to live up to that. What is that? Don't worry about it. But yeah, y'all. Um, 
that's all I had for for that. Some solid topics from um, Shorty from the Lou. Yeah, we got to spit some game. Now I wanted to give a special shout out to a special, not a special somebody, but I see. You should have let me do this, man. Come on, man. You should have <laughs> let me do this. Why? Because you're not a Rihanna fan. This just, is the song you play for I'm Millie. Celebra- I'm celebrating black women. This song. This song is amazing. I'm just gonna say it right now. Rihanna just let crossed. me do it. This Rihanna just crossed. Hive. I'm in the Rihanna Navy. Fuck that. We're not playing this. Rihanna, Rihanna just, Navy. Terrence, this nigga's not in the Navy. That song is so great, and you didn't even let it play. I'm gonna, all right, man. Take a deep. For the military. Billy. He says to Billy. Rihanna, man. Even worse. One billion dollars. Only you other person the in the club with her is this, Terrell. I'm sorry. Fuck this. Wouldn't even let it get hey, you. Hey, Navy. Up. I got y'all. I played a song from... I could have went easily to the new album and just played Woo or Desperado or some shit. It ain't no but way I wanted to go back this. and play something from Rated R. I got you, Navy. And I'm not even a big Beyonce fan, but that's 10 years that's ago. That's 11 years ago. Hey, Navy. That's 11 years ago, Rihanna. Hey, yeah, Navy, yeah. what's up? We just reached yeah, the building, yeah. man. Tell Beyonce, catch the fuck up. Tell Beyonce, yeah, yeah. get her money up. Cause we touch a Philly with Philly. This better have my money. Y'all should know me well enough. This better have my money. Well, you want Please don't call me on my blood. Pay what me what you want. Balling bigger than LeBron. Bitch, give me oh, you your money. money too. Who y'all think y'all fighting on? Like blah blah blah. Louis 13 and it's all on me, nigga. You just bought a shot. Kamikaze, if you think that you gon' knock me. Your wife in the backseat of my brand, brand new foreign car Got a Billy. Don't act like you forgot I caught a shot, shot, shot Shout out to Rihanna, man, one like billion blah, dollars blah, blah. Only other person Pay in the class is over Webby, nigga Don't act That's like crazy. you forgot That's a W Bitch, but I have my money Bitch, but I have my money Rihanna Navy, dawg, hey, hey, be high, what's good? Pay me what you want it Relax Be high, what y'all talking about? Relax Relax with that talk about that Remember B when the Beyonce was like, thing. That's another B. Something, something B. Can't forget about the other B. Yeah. I'm a B. And Beyonce's a B in herself. First of all, you think Beyonce have a, you don't think Beyonce reached a Billy? We gonna, he said, we gonna reach a Billy first. I told my wife this spiritual shit really worked. Beyonce is already a billionaire. You bitch ass nigga. When? Fuck when she reach a billion? First of all, she's married to Jay Z. Look, so via the, the so via the marriage license, we know she's really it. <laughs> she's still at nine. Look, nine eighty nine. Beyonce is Beyonce is. I'm just she, hating. She don't have a billionaire brand like like. Fenty I'm hating. Beauty. Y'all know I love Beyonce. Uh, but come on, man, Rihanna Navy, let's stand the fuck up. We haven't got an yeah. album, and she reached a Billy. Mm-hmm. We she, haven't even got an album. If I were Rihanna, I would never come back to that music shit. And that's the bad thing. <laughs> I got a billion dollars, so why am I gonna come back and sing and then y'all judge me? Right. Black is King turned one year old though. Just letting you know. For those, cause us fans on this side, the Beehive side, our goat actually gives us music. The thing she's actually the goat at. But, <laughs> but shout out to Rihanna, man. Though it, uh, one, uh, she's officially a billionaire via her all of her ventures, whatever. Fenty Beauty, of course, being the biggest one. Uh, she joins Oprah Winfrey as the only other, you know, black female entertainer. 
to Excuse reach me. a billion dollars. I think entertainer period, period female entertainer period to reach a billion dollars. Rich stuck up ass Oprah. Rich stuck up ass Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Oprah. Um, but yeah, man. You should let that Russian roulette play. The real Rihanna fans would have been like, he wouldn't play that, but a Russian roulette is actually a fire There's track. no way you don't play bitch better have my money after the billy. I mean, yeah, I Fuck get it. Russian but like, roulette. That's such a cliche. That's like if I was to play, I'm a boss at the Rick, Rick Ross opens a. Look how loud that was. You was playing Russian roulette with that, like the, the intro and the. This nigga pulled up the lyrics. <laughs> I was ready to sing along. <laughs> that bitch ass nigga spoiled my whole shit. Um, we can stay on music if you want. Not really stay on music, but you know what I was thinking about, bro? I looked up some facts about your memory, right? Okay. And I just personally feel like the human brain, I'm not going to get in, I'm not going to get mad deep. Uh, uh-huh. But listen to this. The storage capacity of your brain is limitless, meaning right. you literally, if you wanted to, you could fill that bitch up. I feel like some of us- You just at, said it was limitless. So technically, I can't fill it up. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I meant by that, but like- You could load it. Yeah, if you, you wanted it, yeah. to add, you know what I'm saying? You could- you could, it's like we be, look, I look at my brain sometimes like a room. You know how you think about a room and be like, oh, I can't fit all of that in here. Oh, I can fit a lot in here if I wanted to, but mm-hmm. it'd be cramped like sun. Sometimes I be thinking like, I used to think this when I was younger. I used to be like, I'm going to forget shit that I learned. You know, if I keep, like if I learn how to, if I get really, like we got real into film. We was deep. But do you see how some of that shit is foggy now? Yeah. But I feel like it's still in my brain. But um, I was just thinking about how your brain works and how, like, memory works. And I was thinking about how, like, they were saying that scent is one of the biggest, most powerful memory triggers. You can smell something and be like, yo, that smelled just like whatever. Yeah, like, the motherfucking pretzels. This is what I realized. Random, but. We forget things that don't, that we don't, that we aren't really impacted by. Like, your brain remembers shit that you were impacted by for real. And if you good wasn't... Good and bad, right? Good and bad. The bad times, things that you can't forget. Like, some people will never forget hearing... Mothers will never not know when they baby cry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They will never not know that sound. And they know when it's they baby. You could put six babies in a room and six mothers on that couch. One baby cry, the, ba- the mother gonna be like, that's my baby. I know it. I know it for sure. Yeah. That's cray. And then on the good side... I was thinking about this, nostalgia, right? Like, nostalgia sits right on that avenue in, of, you know what I'm saying, in memory. Like, it's in yes. that family. So I was thinking about it like, not only with scent being like a powerful memory trigger, but sounds, bro. Like, there are certain sounds that you hear where you're like, damn, my brain remembers all of this. And for you niggas who might need help, We all know the whole verse of this joint. Yo, money. Who don't know the verse? If you're watching a visual podcast, watch this. We doing the whole verse? We got it. I'm about the whole verse. I know the whole verse. I'm going to see if you fucked up. 
a millionaire, I'm a young money millionaire Tougher than Nigerian hair, my criteria compared to your career just isn't fair I'm a venereal disease, like a menstrual bleed through the pen soakingly On the sheet of the tablet in my mind, cause I don't write shit, cause I ain't got time Cause that seconds, minutes, hours go to the almighty dollar and the almighty power of that chopper Sister, brother, son, daughter, father, motherfucker, copper, got the Maserati dancing on the bridge, pussy poppin' tell the coppers, ha 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 ha, you can't catch em, you can't stop em, I go by them goon rules, if you can't beat them, then you pop em, you can't man em, then you mop em, you can't stand em, then you drop em, you pop em, cause we pop em like Wolverine and Baca. Motherfucker, I'm ill, come on man, yes. A million here, a million there Sicilian bitch with long hair With coconut dairy air I'm smoking the thinnest air I open that Lamborghini Hoping them fat to see me Like look at that bastard Weezy He's a beast, he's a dog He's a motherfucking problem Okay, you're a goon, but what's a goon to a goblin? Nothing, nothing You ain't scaring nothing On some faggot bullshit Call it Dennis Rodman Call me what you want, bitch Call me on my sidekick Never answer if it's private Damn, I hate a shy bitch Don't you hate a shy bitch? Yeah, I hate a shy bitch She ain't shy no more She changed her name to my bitch <laughs> Yeah, nigga, that's my bitch So when she asked for the money When you threw, don't be surprised, bitch And it ain't It ain't oh chicken if you got it You like a bitch with no ass He ain't got shit This nigga Wayne is in the If he's not in your top five I, it, it, I could just be on a hop on the song <laughs> Nostalgia but that's what I was that saying. That is a fact. When our, look, we hear all these new songs. You could become a millionaire on if you thrive in the nostalgia. I'm telling we you. We literally do that. We do. Because <laughs> that's why Versus is so good. Why do y'all think that Versus is one of the most biggest things that come from social media right now? Even mm -hmm. with TikTok and playing these old sounds. And it's the reason why the Witches Betters took off. Why the Flashback Fridays took off. It's the reason why a lot of these songs start with older songs. Start doom, 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 doom. It's like, hold on, wait. I know that song from back in the day, right. but this is your new track? Bro, that's such a great thing. That is, is such a great thing. To hear the, the jingles of Amelie. Yeah, it's like, it's like I'm about to run. Your brain it. knows I know this whole verse. Look, I was in the gym. And it was like, I be feeling like I don't be popping enough. I'm going to keep showing my ass if I want it. Take it with the phone on that ass under the number. I was like, damn, uh -huh. I be and fucking up these you. words and I like this song. But think about the impact of Millie had. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, when look, it dropped. I got you. I got another one for you, though. Hold on, wait. We still on a Millie. All right. But I'm just saying, when the video dropped, the time period where it dropped, Wayne was truly on top and that song impacted everybody. That's why your brain won't let you forget a word. And I think... I think that's crazy because it does go back to experience. Like we've seen all, we've all seen this on Twitter. We've all seen the jokes, but if you are a young black woman or a young specifically for us, a young black male, there is one sound where if you hear this sound and you are sitting down or you are standing on a wall or you are in the bathroom at the club and you hear this, <laughs> Come on, nigga, we hit the dance floor, nigga. We gotta get up. Even if you in a skating rink, you out there on your wheel. <laughs> you skating around working. <laughs> it's the Mallory Bros Podcast, nigga. Got you working with some ass hand. Your bad jam, make a nigga spend his cash hand. His last hand, hold spawn with your pants hand. They mad jam. They gon' ride with the jag hand. The jag hand. You just move up by your bag hand. A grass hand.
not going to play too much of that because that is the international. Just, that is like the ass-shaking song. Taking like, over, and I didn't even get to play the real, the real one where he says, taking over for the nine, nine, <laughs> and the, I didn't get to play that boom, one. Boom, 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 Dog. But that's such a great thing. Nostalgia is such a great thing. Like, it's, if you, like, if somebody started a YouTube channel where they put up all the old cartoons from when we was little, it's been I done. feel like, I mean, yeah. Like, this is the thing. Like, why not put SpongeBob on Netflix? No, but uh, or no, Hulu, no. somebody, Peacock, I'll get it. I'm telling you because nah, fuck that. Peacock on bullshit. They'll give you season one and two, and then you gotta buy three, four, five. It's like if you have kids and you walk in the room and your son's watching a bubble bass episode, but it's in the beginning. This nigga's still fucking with SpongeBob about how he forgot the pickles, and you know they are under his tongue. Yeah. You're gonna watch the whole thing until SpongeBob finds out. Until until my man even see. You know what I'm saying? Until he see. Exactly. You see because I'm. His experience is being I'm reliving my, my experience. My nostalgia is still driving this whole yeah. fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch this part, and I want you to have that experience the same way I do. Exactly. So much to the point where sometimes that push people over the uh-huh. edge, and that's what you call living like, vicariously. Oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. And then think about the times where you might tell somebody to watch something, then they're not paying attention, and you're like, "Yo, you're not even gonna feel how I felt when I watched it." Cause you're not fucking paying attention. <laughs> like when somebody in and out of, of of like watching Shutter Island, and then in the end they're like, "Hold on, wait." So you like, see, if you would have fucking paid attention. Oh my, bro, that pisses me off the most. If I'm trying to show you, some you would have been shit, mind blown like I am on the fifteenth watch. Uh huh. Try watching anything power related with Terrence. He doesn't give a fuck because he's like, it's power, it's fucking trash anyway. We just watch it. That's not so true. So he misses out on key shit. I missed out on key shit in the last power. I didn't even see the episode where Ghost died. I just found out he died. When they was like count down to see who killed Ghost, I just checked the fuck out. <laughs> I don't give a fuck to see everybody's story. I don't give a fuck. I just wow, you might have just ruined it for somebody who is watching power and don't know that he if, dies. Dog, Tariq got a whole show. If you just started watching power, come on, dog. Come on. You watch Power but Book I didn't too. know how he died. I thought he might. We all know who killed him. Did I just say? Ghost? I didn't say who killed Ghost. I said he died. Well, maybe right. I did say it. Look, did you see the nigga who was like, <laughs> the nigga that was in the interrogation room, he was like, nah, the one I shot was, he was like, nah, the one I shot was 30. <laughs> the dude was like, you just said the one you shot. He was like, see, that's what you try to do. You said the one I shot. <laughs> he was like, it's going to be on the tape. <laughs> God. Oh, no. The nigga told on himself. Nah, the one I shot was only 30. He was like, nah, he was 27. The one I shot was 30. He said something like that. Hey, dog. Oh, no. That picture Horrible. was going around with that dude with the whole, he had like a burger and fries and a Coke next to it. It was like, <laughs> y'all know what this nigga doing. <laughs> but I only bring up the memory thing just to tell y'all niggas, you are capable of improving your memory. You are capable of making great new memories. There's going to be a song that comes out probably, it could be this year, it could have been last year, uh, where you might remember it like you remember mm-hmm. uh, a Millie. All I'm saying is, them impactful moments, when a song really impacts you, don't sell it short. Like, you hear some shit, you're like, damn, I'm really fucking with that. Like, add that to your limitless brain. Like, add little shit to your limitless brain. Read all of that. Hell yeah, bro. That, I think that's an, I think that's a fantastic thing to bring up. I love nostalgia. Love it. Shout out to my boy Nathan. And so uh, does Hollywood. Shout out to my boy Nathan Zed. Literally Sir. has a great video on the power of nostalgia in like 
I don't know if he did it. I think he just did it. I don't know. I, let me see. Hold on, wait. Nah, I'm not got to tell niggas. Nathan Zed. If you're not, you're not watching Nathan Zed's videos, bro. Yeah, you have to watch Nathan Zed. That's my man. What a great, great video. It was the power of nostalgic music. Ah, see? So, right in the same, same alley. Um, but yeah. I got more we can go, but. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Nothing for the tech corner. Like. I have big tech corner. Let's go. Uh, oh, okay. Sprint will be fully gone in, on June 30th. 2022 June 30th I mean T-Mobile shutting that Sprint network down <laughs> so you niggas that think you still have Sprint you have T-Mobile bro and soon it'll Damn. be official cause I know you niggas who still wanna say I got Sprint no you don't you got T-Mobile dog uh, no, the iPhone be 13 very clear you have a Sprint <laughs> you have T-Mobile until they get until they get that shit off it's different how many Sprint commercials y'all be cause don't come up in here with your T-Mobile we can't help you. Think about it. I remember when niggas used to shit on T-Mobile. Remember? T-Mobile was like, oh, you got T-Mobile? T-Mobile was the cheap man's. It was the cheap. It was cheap. It was. I wouldn't even say my first phone that I ever had, T-Mobile. I think AT&T, Verizon, and Sprint just had a stronghold on like. Everybody know. If you got that yo, bag, T-Mobile is like Kia. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't realize that Kia makes some of the best cars. Yeah. Literally. That mm-hmm. Telluride. What's that Stingray? What's that? Terrell called it the Telluride. <laughs> <laughs> that joint beast. The Sonatas. That Stinger is fire. You ever see that Kia Stinger? Look. Bro. These Kia jumps. makes the best cars. And I think T-Mobile was like, like the Kia of... Like, think about it. Kia's not going anywhere. Like, I don't know if Volkswagen going to be around. I don't know if Jaguar will still be around. But Kia? Oh, they're going to be there. Oh, yeah. Um, and I feel like Jaguar and Volkswagen kind of have a sprint reputation, even though they're great vehicles. I don't know if they're going to stand the test of time versus an electric, more up-to-date, more moving forward type of yeah. modern company, you know, that's going to attract oh, yeah. the old and young. Uh, iPhone 13 could be less than 60 days away, bro. They're talking about an early September drop. Yeah, I mean... I can tell you, I can tell you firsthand. They're gonna try to drop something before the holiday, 100. percent Always do. Then we're gonna do a holiday blowout sale. It's Don't y'all be... think that's crazy though? It's like, what is this even about to be? Like when they came out with the iPhone 12, it was like, all right, you know? Yeah, I didn't like the iPhone 12. I, I didn't get it. it. I literally upgraded to the other joint. So we. And I'm still sitting that. here with an 11 Pro, 64 gig. <laughs> I gotta go and delete shit. Hey, and speaking about Apple, this was actually pretty big. Apple is going to have a new update that's going to drop where they're going to monitor pictures for sec- child sexual abuse. Their goal is to prote- protect children from predators who will use iPhones to re- recruit and exploit them. And while that sounds like a real, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. definitely sounds like a... That sounds cool, but... Yeah, you know what I'm getting at. Like, y'all, they're just going to look in your picture? So now they say as the photos are uploaded to iCloud, they'll be monitored. And it's just like, yo, this sounds like a nice reason for y'all to just have a reason to look at everybody for photos. Yeah. But this is my thing. You know what I was thinking? They already looking at y'all niggas' photos. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. Your they FaceTime, already are. They can see you. They can hear you. They can see you. They can hear you. Everything that you swipe, everything right. that you look at. Let me at. tell y'all, I don't believe in coincidence. Me neither. If you're talking to somebody about a toaster, and then you get on Instagram and see that Cuisinart 4 slice... It is not a coincidence. You can't say, oh, you know what? I was just... 
Wait, what? what the? It's not a coincidence. It's not. And I think it's also just kind of crazy, though. It's crazy. It, it truly is. And now, look, your phone does that thing where it's like, give this app permission to monitor your... And you hit no. You never seen that yet? I do, I do. You hit no. You think they really not... Yeah. That's just some formality bullshit. I, I feel like they putting that there so the people that say yes, it's like, all right, we ain't going to hear nothing from them if we get caught, but we doing this to everybody. I, 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 I really feel like life is spy kids. You know how Junie... You know how... On Spy Kids, yeah. when shit hit the fan and Uncle Felix was like, all right, bet. I've known y'all my whole life, but I'm really not your uncle. Mustache came off. He took them niggas in a secret room, put them on a fucking weird-ass boat. Thumbs was at the door. <laughs> I feel like life is that. And one day, shit going to hit the fan with these iPhones, and people going to be like, give me your phone. Do some shit. Your iPhone going to flip in there. Flip into know. a no bullshit. I don't know, man. Shout out to my niggas that seen Spy Kids, one and two. Everybody know that that Island of Adventures was crazy. Three was 3D. They went a little bit crazy, but they went a little bit too crazy. <laughs> I love 3D. 3D. That, that was one of the best. That was, was my one of the best, best in-theater 3D yes. experiences. Mm-hmm. Remember they had the, 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 the rod? Yes. Like, yo, that was amazing. Do you remember SpongeBob 3D at King's Dominion? I, I will never forget that. That was Ooh. my first. I would get on it today. I used to be scared low-key of that joint because of how realistic that joint was. When I was young, young, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I don't know. That joint had me. That joint was intense. <laughs> Uber took a $509 million loss in quarter two, bro. Damn, how? Hey, they said it was largely in part due to, like, they had, a, like, a stimulus package that they dropped last year. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Uber's business dropped 80%. 80%. Um, Damn. At the height of the pandemic. Just because of everybody not wanting to get rides and people yeah, don't want to. People not working. Uh-huh. Their business dropped for real. So, um... They came up with this $250 million stimulus package that went on top of everybody's hourly rate to try to get our, uh, try to get drivers back. But it's just been, like, they apparently they've seen rises, but when you look at the numbers, $509 million loss yeah, man. quarter two? That's cray. Hey, look, Lyft, they, they gained $28 million. Let's go, Lyft. Let's go, Lyft. I took a Lyft. Let me tell you, now, you know what it is? Uber. You get a you call for an Uber, that shit is $33. You call for a Lyft, that shit is $27. That $5 is taking it's me off your app. Yeah, it's worth I'm it. I'm getting the Lyft. I'm getting the Lyft. The same nigga in a Kia Soul gonna pull up on this that he would pull up on that. Maybe and that's why. Because when I was in Florida, shout out to everybody, take a solo trip. But when I was in Florida, I would open the Uber app, $40. Open Lyft, $33. It's like, that $33 just feels better. It's hey, only seven dollars. I'm not paying an extra seven dollars to get to the same location. Mm-hmm. I can hey, see if, if Lyft drivers was like different, you know. If you were a group of women, call that Uber. Get that Uber black though. Spend that bag. That's you. You meet a chick at the at the we club. We call it a Lyft. You meet a chick at the club. You your man, and y'all meet two bad jumps. You call a Uber black. Come on, bro. That's yeah, call your for ass real. Uber. I got somewhere to be. Who is it? Drizzy. I got bitches asking me about the code for the Wi-Fi, so they can tweet about their timeline. And show me pictures of their friends. Just to tell me that they friends. Hey, oh, you know, girl, that's she the crazy. female version of me. That's crazy, that line right there. Look, show me pictures of their friends just to tell me they ain't really friends. Yo, that's... Drake has the most relatable women on Twitter lines ever. Because he's a man that has millions. But like a nigga that just live his regular every day can relate to that shit. Like, that's, what's crazy. That's, a, that's, his, that's in Drake's genius. 
Fellas, I don't know what that is about chicks, but like chicks are like hang out with each other every day. They'll be going out to eat, all of that shit, talking to each other. But if you ask her if that's her friend, she'll be like, that's not my friend. I just be I just be talking to her. And it's like, yo, you something y'all wrong some with wild, you. Like, y'all wild as shit. What's yeah. good with you? Like, we meet the nigga at the subway one time and he be like, oh, oh my, hey, bro, you forgot your cookie. Appreciate you, bro. You go back in that joint. That's basically your man. <laughs> <laughs> my man Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get the cold cut. Cookie, remember? I ain't forgetting this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. And you know what, fellas? I'm not going to say that's my best friend, but like, I wouldn't say, fuck that nigga. I don't know that nigga. Sometimes when the, the girls be online saying these bitches be hating, sometimes that be some of y'all girlfriends. Some of y'all girlfriends be the bitches that's hating. It's true, man. For lack of better terms. And the same thing with some of you women. Some Sometimes the fuck boys is y'all BF. Y'all brother. I would never call somebody big bro just because they have more money than me. Never. Never. You know, they always talk about that. They were like, you older than him, but you big bro. And I would never do that. I would never do that. I'll call Terrell big bro because he's bigger than me, but he ain't really bigger than me no more. But this nigga been in the gym for a couple months. He's younger, but I call him big bro because it's almost like me helping you out, giving you some confidence. Terrence, no. <laughs> yes. Just to sum up the uh, tech corner. Disney dropped that trailer for the uh, Galactic Star Cruiser. I don't know if you've seen that. It's basically like an actual Star uh, Star Wars realistic star cruiser. It's like a hotel, like a resort type thing. Or you, It's like a two-night thing. You can go and stay on it, and it's like a legit Star Wars shit. So realistic, like all of these interactive things. But that two-night stay, expensive as fuck. Look, for two people... About forty eight hundred. Damn. Really? For a family of four, six bands, bro. Six grand. Now, honestly, it's not that bad, but. But you know what? That sounds about right. I just realized you said Disney. So is it gonna be at Disney? I don't know where this joint is. I know they just dropped the trailer, and I just felt like, you know what? Can we keep doing more of this? Like, cause low key, I I just like would go and do that. I know nobody cares, but they're opening a Guardians. There's a new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster that's coming. It's match. It's 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 gonna be at. Um, I know nobody cares, but. And we talking about the Galactic Star Cruiser, Which not is, some fuckboy ass roller coaster that they getting ready to come out with. It's gonna be lit. I'm a, if you're a coaster fan like I am, hit me up. Or if you're a Star Wars fan, I feel like. Let me look up this. Here. What is the, it, the Galactic, Galactic Star Cruiser? Should be something that should be on your bucket list, bro. Because. Man, we need some we need some shit that's better than the Black History Museum. Like we need a Black Film History Museum. Oh shit! This joint is like Can a you Star Wars theme resort. It's like an actual fucking. That joint is amazing, bro. Can you imagine going to a Black Film Museum? Like for Love and Basketball, you can see the Monica Wright jersey. You can see the ball that they played with. Her room, see. yeah. You can you can step like out in that stuff. little grass between her and Quincy's room. Remember? No, I don't. Well, oh, if they recreated it, all right, I wouldn't be mad. Like set rec- recreation. But I'm just saying, like even like with Roots, like they have like the, you know, like the stuff in in Roots, like in all black movies, like in Mo Better Blues, they can have all of the. If you go down to Spike Lee Hall or whatever, you can see Mookie's jersey. You can see the Sal's pizza boxes. You can see that'll be dope. The Malcolm X part where they use certain things like. 
These are things that I would love to go to. If you go to the African American Museum for History and Culture, on the top floor, they actually have something like that. It's something like that where you can look. Where you like go that. through the years, but you go through and you see the boxing thing, and they have all of the sports legend stuff. Mm. They have something like that. I just people think don't appreciate and think about how thick our film history goes. Just black cinema. Yeah, you're right. Because I don't think people would nothing think we could cater feel a, to film history. You're right. Yeah, it's all about black history, black history, black history. Yo, but we've done great things like. One day I'm gonna be an old nigga opening up my museum. There you go, speaking into existence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, oh, another quick uh, random thing. Not really Tech Corner, but kind of because it's Netflix. But they just put Deep Blue Sea back on Netflix, and we all know that that's a that's a go to for when you ain't got shit to watch. Just put it on Deep Blue Sea. Yep. Watch LL Cool J with the with the bird. Remember, he got mad at the shark. <laughs> this is for bird. <laughs> they make black people do dumb shit in movies. <laughs> this black ass hooked on the bird, risking his life. Hey, look, and we're not going to take it anymore. <laughs> we're going to stand together. Let me tell you something. LL Cool J is one of the first black people to make it through. And it's like, it, this is history. He didn't make it through that movie. He is one of the first black supporting characters to live through the entire thriller slash horror selection film. With what movie? Deep Blue Sea. Are you forgetting that he died? You mean LL Cool J? I just said LL Cool J. I'm sorry. I thought you said Samuel L. Jackson. No, 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 no. LL Cool J is the is the. That's true. No, that's not true. And and nigga, and, that's not true. Anaconda, Ice Cube. <laughs> Which one came out first? Ice Cube came. I mean, Anaconda had to come out before Deep Blue Sea. No way, Terrence. It had to. Yo, this is gonna sound kind of fucked up, and it's gonna sound kind of creepy. But yo, Jayla was fine as hell in that movie, bro. Fine Man. as hell. And that first scene where she's sitting by that lamp, fellas, y'all know what I'm talking about. Anaconda came out two years before this. Let's go, Ice Cube. Ice Cube is a film legend. He is. If y'all go watch Anaconda, that's basically Craig from Friday in in Anaconda. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Deadass. But yeah, y'all. Did you know that there was three Deep Blue Seas? I've only seen the real one. Deep Blue Sea 3? No, sir. That came out last year. Funny as shit. Niggas is crazy. But um, episode 60, man. We trying to go to episode 70, 80, 90, hundo. Man, can you imagine we get to episode 100? I know, right? We, we turn it up. We turn it up. I'm going to definitely be drunk as fuck on this joint one day. Soon. Fuck wait until 100. We about to turn this joint up. Yes, sir. And so... um. The NFL is coming back. Tonight was the, uh, oh, shit, was real quick, are we getting ready to wrap? Yes, yes, sir. But tonight was the Hall of Fame game, man. It's just so great to see football back, man. Mm -hmm. I heard that. Bum, bum, ba, da, da, da. I was like, whoa. Let me just tell y'all I've been locked in, and I'm telling you, I know I say I look forward to other seasons, but I'm so looking forward to this season to see what everybody's going to do. I'm excited to the see bullshit. Julio and A.J. Brown on the Titans. Like, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see, of course, our team, but I'm just talking about other things around no the league. Like, you know I'm, I'm excited to see what the young crowd is going to do. I'm excited to see what teams like the Rams are going to do now that they got Stafford. Like, I'm excited to see what teams like – who's another team that I'm kind of excited to see? Broncos. Like, Kyler Murray has a squad, bro. Oh, yeah. The, the Cardinals, the, the, the be Cardinals have a squad, bro. Like, what didn't they pick up a, a beast-ass running back? Terrence? Oh my gosh. 
a beast ass running back. The Cardinals. They didn't pick up a, a beast ass running back. I can't remember. I remember. I was. I remember thinking, God damn, they got the this Cardinals one. got AJ Green now, bro. But yeah, man, the football season is back, and so oh, they picked up James Conner from the Steelers. Oh, they about to be so. They about to be beast. beast. But yeah, as far as the uh, Cowboys took that fucking L. I don't give a fuck if it's preseason. Love to see the Cowboys lose. And when y'all play us, y'all gonna lose. Okay. Zero, zero. Look, y'all hear my voice shake? That's the confidence that I got. Niggas is trying to talk about Dak. But guess what? When y'all had Dak, y'all was trash last year. First of all, Dak was number one in the league when he played. It don't matter. Respect. Was he number, he, he but was he didn't have wins. He did not. He was not racking up wins. This nigga Dak was throwing for all of them yards and was playing well, but y'all niggas was losing. Remember the Cowboys was going down like 30, and then they would have to try to come back every game, and they was coming back but barely barely losing. Niggas uh, was going down 30 every game. Damn, y'all going to stop acting like y'all was some beast and then Dak got injured. Nah, y'all was losing with Dak too, and you're still going to lose. I'm not going to lie. I hate the Cowboys, but when Dak went down and broke his ankle, yeah. I was emotional behind that shit, bro. I legit like dropped a few tears. Damn, because it was like, because watching him cry was like, Damn! <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is, even as a Redskins, even as a Washington fan, that was tough. That was tough, yeah. And honestly, like that got a great story because he has such a great story. Everybody knows team. he was trying to get that new deal. Remember what he was going through? He was trying to get yeah, that new deal. Get he new was deal. on top for that to happen, and him, he broke the ankle, and everybody knew it. But they were like, "Oh no, 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 whatever." Then he was on the cart, right off the field, bro. It was I, if you if, if you go back and play the clip on YouTube, it'll make you emotional. Nah, honestly. Cowboys fans, I'm sorry. This is just a rivalry that we got. Dak definitely felt for him, but, like, I'm not about to get emotional at all about this shit. Niggas heartless. But want us to feel bad for, uh, who's one of y'all niggas? <laughs> I'm not saying I don't feel bad for him. Shout out to Dak. He actually just signed with Jordan Brand, which is dope for him. Dope. Uh, and he deserves it. Like, go and get your coin, Dak. But fuck out of here. You got the wrong colors on, nigga. And you know how we treat it. Take that jersey off. <laughs> 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 All right, man. We out of here, man. R.I.P. Nip Hustle the Great. Episode 60, man. Till next time. Double mask up, y'all.